0: Radio Free Redoubt begins in 5, 4, 3,
1: 2... Well, good morning, God-fearing, liberty-loving Christian patriots. Welcome to The Morning Commute with JJS and a Lady Liberty coming at you from Patriot Hill Territory. Good morning, Lady Liberty.
2: Well, good morning to you and good morning everyone out there. Welcome to Monochromatic Monday where the truth of God is black and white. Yes. And boy, we had a we had a great weekend and we especially had a great Bible study on Saturday. Yep. That was super wonderful. We covered some really amazing things and and I just wanted to point out that there is there's a pastor who is doing some just Phenomenal research that doesn't seem like any of the other pastors have been doing. And if you want to check this guy out, uh, he he did a, uh, a sermon on the secret message of the cities of refuge. And his name is Jim Staley. He's on YouTube. And boy, what an awesome study that was.
1: Yeah, I've read about the cities of refuge and it, it all made you know sense. I guess on the superficial level, right? And I just thought, well, it's just God's plan, you know, part of His mercy, living, letting somebody who's being accused of murder that didn't do it uh, a way out, right? Well, there's more to it than that, and, and of course, that should not surprise us, right? Because the more we learn about the Lord and His Word, the more we realize how layered, oh yes, the concepts are, and yes. everything is so deep. Uh, any any theme that you encounter in the bible or a t- topic or a concept it is connected f- six, it, it's like six dimensional
2: six ways from sunday is yeah. that what you're going to say <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know. well, it's like it's it's beyond 3d it yes, is so right. multidimensional and so many other things on higher levels are are shadows of other things that's right they are there's just so much hidden our minds are going to be Alone, yep. when we get to heaven, once we get the full scope, and oh all boy. of it is revealed to us that it's it's not just a book; it's well, not just a book of instructions. Well, it is like him laying his whole self out there, right, right in front of us, and we most of us do not even under can't even comprehend what's in front of us right. when we and have the Bible the, in our hand.
2: The thing that he's pointing out, um, he's he's the only one that has pointed out a couple different. Things here recently. Uh, most of you m- may have heard about the whole interpretation of all of the 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 genealogy names from from Adam to Noah, and how all yeah. of those names are no coincidence. There's actually a message in those names because right. the Hebrew meaning of each of those names basically it gives a synopsis of the bible
1: it tells the whole it tells the story of the fall and uh, judgment and redemption
2: right exactly and it's in all the order. hidden in those names and and then so you know but we've heard several pastors talking about that Perry Perry Stone pastor Perry Stone was the first one that I heard actually cover that and since then several others have covered it as well but but Jim Staley he he gosh um, this is the second one that we've watched where he has uncovered meanings of names also leading to another godly message and so this this one that we watched here on Saturday was the secret message of the cities of refuge and sure enough there are there are six cities that are considered cities of refuge right and and each of these have each of these cities have specific names and when you read them in order It describes this awesome message, and so we kind of. I well for for the word of the day, I wanted to kind of um, hint on a couple of those things, and maybe we could cover it tomorrow a little bit more as well, because it's just so awesome. It's it's a it's a fascinating thing because the way that those cities' names are listed in order, it's the message. It
1: tells the story.
2: It tells the story. Yeah, and the
1: meanings of the the word of the the. The name of the city is a word that, in Hebrew, means a certain thing, right. or even a phrase, and in order, in sequence, just it, like the yeah. names of the genealogy, they tell the story. That's right, and it's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's it's awesome. And so, yeah. So we wanted to. Um, well, I wanted to kind of just share with you guys a little bit about about that awesome sermon and I encourage you to go and and watch it for yourselves I think it was just about an hour and just just be prepared to have your notebook and your pen and take notes right. because it's very worthwhile and and you know it's it's he does a, a very very thorough study and and it was very impressive
1: and if you follow us on telegram uh lady liberty posted that actually on saturday so you can go back to the saturday's postings and find that along with a couple of other sermons that we shared
2: that's right Yep. Well, and so, well, let's get into the word of the day, shall we? Let's do it. Okay. So the word of the day for Monochromatic Monday comes to us from Revelation chapter 3, verses 7 through 13, which reads under the title, The Faithful Church. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, these things says, he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David. He who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens, I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it, for you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not, but lie, indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet, and to know that I have loved you. which comes down out of heaven from my God, and I will write on him my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And that's it. Hmm. And what's what's really great is um, the notes on 12 where it says, He who overcomes, it describes in the notes that overcomes is a military terminology suggesting combat against the forces of the evil one and all believers are overcomers but those who remain faithful in the midst of persecution and doctrinal error give proof to their faith this is the primary emphasis in revelation and and so i thought that was kind of interesting that they kind of clarified a little bit for that that term he who overcomes right but the meat of what is being said here is very amazing when you put that into the the secret message of the cities of refuge. Right. Because it refers right there in verse seven to Isaiah twenty-two twenty-two, that reads the key of the house of David. I will lay on his shoulder so he shall open and no one shall shut and he shall shut and no one shall open. I will fasten him as a peg in a secure place and he will become a glorious throne to his father's house. And so what what he's pointing to from Revelation 3 in that verse Isaiah 22:22 22, 22, is that the key of David is placed between his shoulders, right? Yes. Well, and so, so you have to wonder. Well, what does that mean, and and why is this the Church of Philadelphia, where where phileo? We know that the the Hebrew brotherly word for love. for love is phileo, it, it meaning brotherly love. Yeah. Right. And so when he's when he's describing Philadelphia and and brotherly love, and referring to the key of David that will open the door that no one can close, right? So so basically, you know, this is coming from a standpoint of the order of Melchizedek. The high priest right. for all eternity is saying that, you know, uh, as we saw in, in his Sermon on the Mount, he's saying, you know, don't just follow the Ten Commandments, but also follow the two new laws which are love god with all your heart mind and soul and love your brother as yourself yes right and so essentially this is when you put all of those together it's essentially saying that the key of david who is placed on his shoulders that key is basically love that 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 he who operates in love is going to have all the doors opened that no one can shut right right and and this um this goes to describe a little bit more as we'll go along tomorrow, because because then it, it starts pulling into all of the names of these cities of refuge. Yes, and per- in particular, Shechem. Shechem in Hebrew means between the shoulders. Right. And when you look at Shechem, the the actual uh, topography, the the geography of it, looks like there's two shoulders with you know, like a head bent down. And so, you know, it, it, when they say shechem and the meaning is between two shoulders. And that's right. part of the message too, that, you know, from, from Isaiah 20, 22, 22, that he will lay the key of David between the shoulders.
1: Right. And so Which that's is what shechem means right. between the shoulders.
2: Yep. And so, so you start, um, going through all of these names of these cities of refuge, it's just fascinating, so yes. so I can't wait to get to a little bit more of that yeah, tomorrow
1: because <laughs> it ties in with well yeah we'll get into it tomorrow It ties in with you know him saying you know my yoke will rest lightly on you you know right. the yoke goes on the shoulders yep. you know between the shoulders
2: and my my burden and, is light
1: right I mean, there's so many there, there's so much depth depth to this with so many scriptural concepts all tying together yep. that point just they all point you know there's a bunch of arrows all pointing to <laughs> you know his Oh, it, it's uh, it's just incredible, pretty cool. Yeah. But all right, well, good. That's so that's a good uh, start, and uh, we'll cover the rest tomorrow. And what was this Revelation?
2: This was Revelation chapter three verses seven through thirteen. All right,
1: got that down. Well, thank you.
2: Yep. Praise God.
1: Absolutely, praise God indeed. And uh, in fact, we want you guys to be rapture ready. Go check it out. jesusappears.com. We're getting down to the wire here. The world's getting pretty wild and crazy just like we were told it would. and uh, we have a front row seat to it. but uh, there is another plan for his church. Don't miss out on it. Go to Jesusappears.com and until then, uh, keep your rifle by your side. This is Radio Free Redoubt. The morning commute segment two will come up right after these messages) <laughs>
0: Beer brewed here, <laughs> it is used to make the brew
1: beard the file. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's Are you prepared to defend yourself in the dark? A weapon light helps you identify and even deter threats in low light. But it can be difficult to find a secure and comfortable holster. At Works, we design and build holsters for Glock and 6-hour pistols with lights. Our precision fit holsters will help you carry with confidence so you're ready to defend yourself day and night. Go to worksholsters.com. Find your gun and light in our holster finder, select your preferred carry style,
0: and order your holster today. In 1943, the following directive was issued from party headquarters to all communists in the United States. It read, when certain obstructionists become too irritating, Label them, after suitable buildups, as fascist, or Nazi, or anti-Semitic, and use the prestige of anti-fascist tolerance organizations to discredit them. In the public mind, constantly associate those who oppose us with those names which already have a bad smell. The association will, after enough repetition, become fact in the public mind.
1: Welcome back patriots to segment two of the morning commute with JJS and Lady Liberty and segment two brought to you by Prepping 2.0 to help take your preps to the next level. Check it out at prepping2-0.com Lady Liberty segment two with more lined up than we've got time to cover.
2: Oh boy, isn't that the truth? Well, we've got this uh, interview from Fox News Sunday with Senator Rick Scott from Florida and they're discussing what is going on with the senate the u.s senate about this border issue mm, yeah. and the fact that that everybody is now admitting that this whole biden regime is absolutely lawless yes and so listen to what they have to say
3: talks about just the last few months the terror watch people that have come through the special interest aliens and it comes on the back of this letter from a number of former fbi executives warning congressional leaders saying this it would be difficult to overstate the danger represented by the presence inside our border of what is comparatively a multi-division army of young single adult males from hostile nations the country has been invaded an invasion that will continue as long as the nation's enemies perceive it will be tolerated so do you agree with that assessment by the way and if so why not take something that would stop some of the traffic sooner rather than later
0: Well, first, I think James is, he's smart, he's hardworking, he knows the issue. He's on a suicide mission. Um, The Democrats do not want to secure the border. I'm a business guy. I never did a business deal where the other side did not want have the same goal I have. Democrats don't want to secure the border. That's number one. Number two is, right now, this border could be secure, but we know we have a lawless administration, completely lawless Biden administration. So the only way this is going to happen is if we have accountability that forces Biden to enforce the law. We could change all these laws. There's laws now. Trump secured the border. Biden decided to open the border on the exact same laws. We don't need a new bill. We need something to enforce, to force Biden to comply with the law. Now, James, James is doing the best he can to try to explain the bill that, unfortunately, I don't know why they don't share it with us. I mean, I'd rather be for something, but we don't get anything. But what we do know, Biden's lawless. He doesn't want to secure the border. Biden's by the Democrats don't want to secure the border. And McConnell has told Lankford that he cannot put accountability measures in there to require Biden to secure the border today. He said that will not happen. So
3: what about the issue, though, if, if you have this rolling number that when you hit 5,000, which is going to happen very quickly at this border, it would be mandatory that the border closes down. Is that not some measure of accountability that it would at least stop the flow temporarily until maybe you have a reelection or a different president?
0: Well, Biden could do that today. Why does he do it today? I mean, he doesn't need any of this to secure the border. Trump secured the border with the exact same laws. I mean, there, unless there's some accountability measure that forces Biden to secure the border tied to Ukraine, tied to something else, unless there's something like that, Biden's not going to comply with the law. If it was important for him to comply with the law, he would do it right now. If we, if we can't force Biden to, to secure the border, we need to shut the border today. I can tell you, everybody in Florida, I mean, we love immigration, legal immigration. We don't want drugs. We don't want human traffickers. We don't want criminals. We don't want terrorists. It needs to be done today, and the only way that's going to happen is we get a bill that forces Biden to do it. And there's, and we we've, we've been told McConnell will not allow um, James Lankford to put that in the bill. Well, it's not in the bill. So, you- I mean. I-
3: You've done negotiations before, so you know what this is like, that until that deal is done, this is a lot of tenuous back and forth. So hopefully you'll see the text, we all will very soon. But I want to ask you about the accusation that you guys actually don't want to get a bill done. Washington Post says this, Democrats are offering something Republicans have wanted for years, but dear leader Trump says no, and suddenly GOP senators are afraid to say yes. How much of your objection is based primarily on the former president's objection to this bill that he hasn't seen either?
0: He's irrelevant to this conversation. He's not in office. all right. And by the way, I talked to President Trump. He's never asked me uh, to be opposed something. But you know what? The American voters are in the same position Trump's in and the same position I'm in. We need to secure the border today. And the only way you can do that with a lawless administration is you have to... Make them do it. You have to have tie it to something. And what I, what I don't get is Mitch McConnell doesn't want to do that. It's the most important thing we want out of this bill. And we and by the way. We got to be very careful. We don't codify Biden's open policies, and we don't hamstring Trump when he wins the presidency. But this is: if you if you don't if if you don't want to secure the border today, don't be blame it on on Trump. You know, say you you don't care what the voters think. It's not it's not all what Trump thinks. It's the voters want to secure border today. Yep, exactly.
1: Uh, well, it does matter. You know, he's trying to say, you know, it's irrelevant what Trump thinks, but it's really not because we're just we're months away now from very potentially him taking office again. So his policies, uh, it's going to determine whether or not people support him. They want to know what his policies are because the American people do want something done about this.
2: Right. And well, I I find this whole interview extremely. Uh, frustrating and annoying because they're all acting like no laws exist to secure and keep a border closed. It, they're acting as if this is all brand new and, and borders have always been open. And, and what, what would we possibly have to be able to do anything about it? Are they kidding? Yeah. I, I think that that's what
1: Scott was saying. He's saying we don't need new laws. We have laws on the books. The same laws that were in place when Trump was in office and he secured the border.
2: Exactly. And these, are, these are all things that we know extremely well. Right. Well, and do we, do we the, even p- need to say what? Amen, the 4th amendment i mean article 4 section 4 not the 4th amendment article 4 section 4 right you know right. that uh, the united states because because nobody seems to know the constitution is the supreme law of the land right. and what it says goes and in fact nothing else can happen in conflict with that and since people can't seem to figure that out or remember that especially from the 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 lying media i'm going to read it again We're going to have this memorized in no time. Article 4, Section 4. The United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government, not communists. By that guarantee, every single commie is illegally in office. Right. So it goes on. And shall protect each of them against invasion and on application of the legislature or of the executive when the legislature cannot be convened against domestic violence. And then that is the first border-securing law that is the supreme law of the land that trumps every other lower court. Right. And the Supreme Court had darn well better be quoting all of constitutional law in regard to border security because if they don't, they need to be ousted out of their seats. They're Supreme Court justices, and if they can't operate according to the supreme law of the land, they have no business being in their job. Yeah. I mean, they are the representatives of the Constitution, basically. Right. And so if they, if they do anything but quote the Constitution verbatim, they're not doing their job. And so Article 1, Section 10 says, No state shall engage in war unless actually invaded or in such imminent danger as will not admit of delay. These are things that say our border is guaranteed to be secure. Yes. In fact that is why every single person in America pays taxes. Right. They are they it is their job to wholly just flat out secure the border.
1: And and right there it's very clear Article One, Section Ten makes it clear that the states do have the right to secure their own borders yep. from invasion. And and you can you can argue that, well, these people are just asylum seekers. But no, that, that's only part of the story. And we've seen more and more documentation showing this clearly is an invasion. It should be treated as such. Right. So Governor and- Abbott is using the right language. And he did in, in his scathing letter to the Biden administration uh, just this last week uh citing article 4 section 4 and article 1 section 10 which That's is right. great the problem is that all of their efforts seem to be focused on eagle pass which is where you know the high numbers the bulk of these we see hundreds and hundreds showing up there but when you drive down the the fence line 2 miles down there's an open gate Yep. Another two miles. There's another open gate. Right. Another two miles. There's a gate with a chain that you know people could single run, file right run across right through
3: people's private property. We might right add.
1: And, and threatening American citizens on a that's regular right. basis. Uh, that's an invasion. You don't have to be armed to be threatening American citizens, which the government's primary function is to defend the rights of the citizens.
2: That's right. And furthermore, I have to say that we have never had open immigration just because some somebody is seeking asylum that's the whole backbone of legal immigration yes. and that's why it is measured and that is also why people have to jump through a bunch of hoops they've got to be approved it takes a long time because a nation cannot handle any more than their legal immigration process allows right nobody ever ever has been allowed to just flood into the country just because they want to. Right. And even if that was the case, this is not about people seeking asylum. This is a flat out commie coup invasion and they know it.
1: Yes, it is. And it's the same thing that we've seen in Europe over the last decade in the the waves of Muslim uh, invaders in Europe. And we also see the results of that. The crime, demographics, the uh, the security is broken down in all of those countries. And we're thinking thank God here in America, we don't have what Europe's dealing with. Well, now we do. And the reason why we do is because of these non-government organizations that are funded, some whole, some in part by US tax dollars, like the UN, like Doctors Without Borders, like the Red Cross, and, and multiple others that are funded while they are facilitating this by giving cash, gift cards, cell phones, maps,
2: yeah, rape assen- kits. They're essentially paying their army to invade America.
1: Yes, we are paying their army to invade America. Yes, right. And um, it's it goes so much more to accountability of making the president secure our border. Uh, it's criminal that he would interfere with a governor who has the constitutional right to defend his border.
0: Right.
1: Um, and you know, threaten them. Well, oh, by the way, let's talk about the president could take over the national guard no that that's only if with the governor's permission that's right he has to sign off on that
2: and he, and besides this lawless president has already completely glossed over article 4 section 4 that that secures our border legally and that is his that is his duty right it's not an option That is not an option for anybody that claims to be president to adhere to that law. That is a requirement of office. Yes, it is. And it's not just his duty. He is legally required to uphold that oath of office, meaning that if he's not, he is now criminal.
1: He's in violation of his oath. That is a crime, just like you said. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, Oh yeah, it goes deeper than just not following your, doing your your job description. That's treason. This is is treason on several levels. So anyway, you guys be safe out there. You be blessed. Join us tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. for the morning commute right here.
2: That's right. You all have a marvelous monochromatic Monday and blessings to all of you Christian patriots out there.